Thank you for joining us for another episode of FYI, the Public Libraries Podcast. Our guests today are Caitlin Seifritz and Jillian Robbins, librarians in the Business Resource and Innovation Center, also known as BRIC, at the Free Library of Philadelphia. So how about you guys introduce yourselves to our listeners? I'm Caitlin Seifritz. Um, I'm a librarian in the Business Resource and Innovation Center. Um, I uh, specifically focus um, on the Regional Foundation Center here at the BRIC, which is a resource center for nonprofits. And hi, I'm Jillian Robbins, um, also a librarian in the Business Resource and Innovation Center, and I focus mostly on the business resources. And I'm really excited to be here today to talk about um, our great resource center and what we do here. Welcome, Caitlin and Jillian. Can you guys tell us a little bit more about your new service model for library services to business? So the idea for the BRIC was born out of an initiative from our director and board members. We were given a name, a logo, a rough timeline, and really not much else. So it came down to the librarians in this department to take a long look at our existing model and other models across the country and beyond the country. And we evaluated and took a look at things that we liked and that we thought would work for our specific audience in Philadelphia. From there, it was a lot of doing, assessing, and redoing. Trial and error and understanding that it is a process is certainly key. So what do the new services look like? Um, the Business Resource and Innovation Center is the business, nonprofit, and patent and trademark resource center here at the Free Library of Philadelphia's Parkway Central Library. I know it's a mouthful. Um, we assist entrepreneurs and nonprofit professionals at every stage, helping them to improve their skills through programming, classes, and one-on-one research and planning assistance. We collaborate with local and national organizations to provide specialized programs. And we also collect and organize print and digital resources, as well as curate local resources for entrepreneurs and nonprofits to establish additional networks of support and expertise. What would you say is the most used of the new services? Our one-on-one research appointments, which are kind of the cornerstone of our service, that's the most used. We've done overall, I would say, 500 in the past year. How many years have you been doing this? So we've been doing this. We officially combined and reopened as the BRIC in February 2016. We've been really lucky with our administration. Mm-hmm. The BRIC has been identified as a priority because our strategic plan includes entrepreneurs and the expansion of services for small businesses in Philadelphia. And the Regional Foundation Center has been the best-kept secret in the library system since 1973, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, we continue to be lucky with our current administrator, Rebecca. She's incredibly supportive and encouraging, and she actually has entrepreneurial experience of her own. So it's really helpful to have that point of view, as the librarians in the department really aren't business people. But as far as the budget goes, it's been a bit of a patchwork, I would say. Uh, we have a fabulous foundation behind us where to help where it's applicable, The Foundation Center received a grant from the Knight Foundation to create a new tool for libraries called Visualizing Funding for Libraries. Um, The site launched earlier this year, and it's a free data tool that lets you see who's funding library projects across the country. And through the tool, you can analyze um, funder and library networks and identify gaps um, in funding. So it's a really great tool for libraries to see where funding is going, who's funding it, what are those projects out there. So if you go to libraries.foundationcenter.org, you can access that tool for free. Are the services evolving as you discover the needs of your business and nonprofit and entrepreneurial communities? So we looked at what resources and services were already available to Philly's business and nonprofit communities. And we also looked at our strengths um, as a public library and as librarians. Um, So from there, we decided to focus on three elements. So our premier business and nonprofit databases, our programs, and our research appointments. 
We've always had access to high-quality research databases, but didn't have a formal way of helping people to use those resources. So as we mentioned before, we now offer appointments with a librarian uh, to show individuals how our databases can be used for their research needs. Each appointment is tailored to the specific business or nonprofit that comes in, and people walk away with a better understanding of how these resources can help them grow um, or expand their business and nonprofit. Just like with our databases, we've always provided programming to the business and nonprofit communities, uh, but we started thinking more strategically about what programs we offer, when we offer them, and other organizations that we could tap into to fill the gaps that are beyond the expertise of the librarian. So we offer two types of programs, librarian-led programs that generally focus on how to use our resources, and then partner programs. So we work with other organizations to provide programs, and we found that it's been a great way to expand our reach and network um, while offering programs that are on in-demand topics that the librarians wouldn't be able to offer. So some of these programs include legal clinics, financial programs, and expert panels. Um, and yes, it is definitely evolving. We try to get as much feedback as we can. What we have right now um, is not necessarily what the brick is going to look like in six months or a year from now. And that's one of the exciting things about it. It's ever-changing and evolving to meet the needs of our community. And how are you reaching the right people? How are you letting people know about these services? Ethical stalking, as we like to call it, and guerrilla marketing. We generally break it down into four steps of how people can use these tools and these ideas. And we teach this to other librarians. We are huge users of social media and Google tools like Google Forms and Google Drive. We love it. Um, so we always say step one is to subscribe to everything in your community and uh, target your audience to find speakers, allies, to expand your network because it's really, it's really hard to resist the urge to jump right into your new initiative. Um, so it's helpful to take a step back, assess the current resources and atmosphere. So some of these tools that we've used is local newsletters. Um, meetups are huge. It's a great resource to see what people are doing and who's going to these programs. We also recommend online calendars. They're a key resource when you want to know what other types of programming are happening around your service model and who's hosting them. Ethical stalking is one of our favorite uh, new things to say. Uh, so we use social media and just the general internet resources a lot. So this flows kind of well with step one that we that I just mentioned. So now that you know who you want to partner with, you can find people who represent those organizations by ethically stalking them. And the Internet's a magical place, right? So you can easily find these organizations, again, using Meetup and seeing where people are speaking next. We use LinkedIn very often. And actually, one of our favorite tools is the incognito tab on Google, on Google Chrome, because you can't, then you can't tell that you've been looking at that person, which is really nice. Spend some time on their Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram accounts. So searching the Internet is really helpful to explore their publications, op-eds, and previous and future engagements. It's also really nice to know what your target looks like when you go to meet them. When you identify your target, you should go to there. Liz Lemon is my spirit animal from 30 Rock. Um, so now that you've honed in on your person and your organization, you can confidently walk into their open house, their meetup, or event um, with a pitch and an action plan. And there's just there's no harm in bringing the library to them. Finally, the best tool I can say is confidence. Be confident in what you are saying and your services. You know what you're saying. You know what you're talking about. So you will know the material. You'll make those strategic partnerships, and you yourself will become an expert. And you know, just learn as much as you can. Promote your services. Be passionate. Be confident. Free Library of Philadelphia is obviously a larger urban library. So is this physically located like in the main branch and then there's virtual availability to other branches or how does that work? We're located in the main branch, the Parkway Central Library. Some of our resources 
are um, available um, outside the library, um, particularly the business databases are available outside the library as long as someone has a free library library card. The nonprofit resources, um, unfortunately, are only available at the Parkway Central Library. Um, one thing we're looking to do in the future is expand the BRIC to some of our many branches. We have 54 branches in the whole system. So we'd like to set up some of these BRIC satellites, as we're calling them, so kind of mini BRICs within the branches so we can really get out there in the community um, so there isn't a barrier of trying to get into the Central Library. Very soon in the autumn, we're going to be expanding to four of our branches that have um, larger business corridors and active branch heads, and we were happy to receive a grant from one of our city initiatives through the Commerce Department that's called Startup PHL. And how many staff are required? We work with a staff of eight right now in the department. Um, that includes our administration, our supervisors, and the four librarians. And for the for the Startup PHL grant, I believe it's going to be one or two people operating. Can you walk us through a typical day in the Brick Center? On the business side, I would say we got a lot of requests on, um, I want to start a specific business, say a beauty salon or daycare center. Really, we've had everything, bicycle shops, ice cream stores. It really runs the gamut. Um, so we have a lot of questions around how do I start my business. They're overwhelmed. Um, they've done a lot of Googling, and they just kind of want to see a friendly face to sit down with or discuss any, any um, area of starting a business. Uh, we also do our one-on-one appointments, and sometimes we have four a day, sometimes we have one a day, um, and those also are very vast in their interest. We've had um, Morgan Stanley representatives come in to make sales lists to find the wealthiest people living in Philadelphia. Um, we've had people come in who want to use the nonprofit databases in tandem with the business databases to also find potential donors using multiple resources. Ideation, beginning um, appointments where people want to know the elements of the business plan and how they actually get started. Competitive analysis appointments, general demographics, market research. The business librarians always say you, you don't really know what you want to ask until you've asked the librarian. It's so uh, few and far between that they actually, people actually know how to sit down and do this intense data research and then put it into words. So we really like to kind of help them with that. It's really fun. And then on the nonprofit side, uh, we mostly get individuals coming in who already work for nonprofits and who are looking to find funding for their nonprofit. So we have several resources, um, including the Foundation Director Online, where they can do research to find the best funders for their project or organization. Um, we do get some people coming in who want to start nonprofits as well. If our listeners wanted to freshen up their services to business, what would you recommend as first steps? So, you know, you don't want to reinvent the wheel. You don't want to provide a service that's already being provided by somebody else. Um, so if you take a look and see what already exists, um, it's helpful to see where you can kind of fit in. We're really big fans of something called the Business Model Canvas, um, which is essentially a 20-minute business plan, which might seem a little intimidating to librarians, the thought of putting a business plan together for a new program or service model. Uh, but it can really help organize your thoughts and figure out, you know, who your customer actually is what value um, you provide to them, how you can implement your service, and who can help you. So who are those organizations who are already doing the work in the community? Take a look at your competitors. Um, see who's providing a similar service. This can be helpful to figure out how you can stand apart from them, but also can be helpful to see who you could partner with. Really important uh, to get feedback from the community that you're going to be serving. So do they actually need this service? And if they do, how does it look to them? You don't want to create this beautiful new thing and have nobody show up to it. So we've had really great feedback both internally and externally about um, our new service. So 
people love the individualized attention that the research appointments offer. Um, they get to meet with a friendly librarian and are excited and energized by the information and tools that they walk away with. Um, we've also made a big push for better data collection with this new service model. So we've been collecting evaluations and feedback from program attendees um, to gauge how successful the program was and also to solicit suggestions um, for other things that we may be missing. And we've definitely implemented some programs um, after we've heard um, from people that they wanted something from us. What new ideas are bubbling up? In the near future, the BRIC is actually going to be moving into a brand new space here at the Parkway Central Library, um, which we're really excited about. Renovations have already started. Um, we're actually dismantling the building's original stacks um, to give that space back to the public. So eventually the BRIC will be housed in a state-of-the-art 7,500-square-foot space um, where we'll be able to expand upon our current services. And we're really excited about our newest offering, um, which we just launched last month, called the Pitch Corner. So Jillian and I received an internal grant from our um, strategic initiatives department to create a space where entrepreneurs, nonprofits, staff members, and job seekers could practice their pitch. Um, we found it was one thing that people really struggled with, is being able to talk about their product or service or their mission or even themselves. So we bought a video camera, and we have it set up in a semi-private room, um, and we record people's pitches, and then we will email them um, the pitch so they can view it and see, you know, if they're talking too quickly, if they have any strange mannerisms, use their hands too much, that type of thing. We're also really excited to be at ALA this month in Chicago. We're especially excited because the BRIC is hiring, looking for passionate librarians who are excited to be part of something new and are committed to helping Philly's business and nonprofit communities grow. So none of us are business experts, um, but we are all excited to help businesses in Philadelphia and nonprofits grow. So we don't want people to be intimidated by that aspect of the job. Um, we're going to be doing two Ignite sessions on Monday, June 26th at ALA. Um, so please feel free to come check that out or feel free to ethically stalk us. Um, we'll be tweeting at FLP Business um, and then the hashtag Brick Librarians during the conference. Did you have any last thoughts you wanted to share with our listeners? We're really excited to be here and we really want to share. We've definitely had a good time exploring other libraries um, online and in person. And we love seeing other people's business centers. We've actually learned a lot um, from Pittsburgh and from Brooklyn and Carson City. So we would love to talk to other librarians who are looking to start a business or nonprofit resource center or who want to start any kind of programming. Um, we really like it. We're passionate about programming and kind of innovating, bottom-up bottom up innovation. Thank you, Caitlin and Jillian. Visit freelibrary.org slash brick to learn more about the Free Library's business resources services. Thanks for listening. Thank you.